Unfortunately, we've we've had a number of very significant events that have happened since we last got a briefing from Major General Nadav Padana. Major General, please please share with us your thoughts, your insights, and analysis. So, if I very briefly go from the north to the south and then focus on what happened the last uh, three days in Gaza Strip, I would say that nothing changed dramatically in in at the north in Lebanon. Was will continue with this local friction uh, so far under the threshold of war that I would say that every day the IDF had another click to the kind of target that were uh, targeting inside uh, uh, Lebanon. Um, and the, the equations of Hezbollah uh, that have been put before the war uh, like uh, will kill his uh, soldier for every uh, terrorist that uh, the IDF will kill inside Lebanon or Syria uh, collapsed. So on one hand, Hezbollah uh, opened fire against Israel to support the war in, in uh, Gaza Strip. But at the other end, the deter and uh, a way calculate his move under the threshold of uh, war very uh, um, um, puts a uh, limitation on, on the ability to achieve uh, goals. Um, we'll have to deal with it and make sure that we're pushing uh, the forces of Hezbollah north to the Litani River, north to five kilometers from, from the borders of Israel, Israel. So we will be able to convince our people to move back to their uh, villages and town around the uh, along the, the the border, but uh, from tactical point of view, so far the the achievement of the IDF are uh, bigger than the ability of Hezbollah to challenge us along the border. Um, uh, is is has been mentioned before. Continue with his uh, effort to uh, destroy infrastructures and buildings and houses along the border because he cannot, he didn't achieve to do anything else but destroying uh, buildings. When it comes to uh, Syria and Iraq, we're seeing the same kind of uh, effort. Thank God the US over the last uh, 48 hours, very active in attacking Hezbollah inside the, uh, um, Iraq and respond in, in, with, with a lot of power against uh, the attack over the last uh, 10 days against the uh, basis of, of, the, of the US and, and Britain. Uh, when it comes to the south, to the Hurin, the war against the Hurin continued. Last night, there were a few waves of attack by Britain and, and the US that succeeded to destroy um, uh, anti uh, ground to uh, uh, ground to air and ground to naval missiles, which is a uh, huge tactical success. But the friction and and the problem along the Babel Manda and the gates to the Red Sea are continuing. When it comes to Gaza, uh, Major General Padan, can we ask you on that point? So you're saying that from a point of view, qualitatively the impact of the strikes that America and the UK have been doing on the Houthis is very significant. Do you think that anytime soon we'll see a return of cargo ships that have 
chosen not to go through the Straits of Yemen, Baba Mandab, the way that you know many of them are, are taking the very long route to get to their places. Do you think that that mainstream shipping will return or not in the short future? Not in the short future, but I, I totally believe that it will return. The global force will push the hoodings to back to the place, and and the U.S. tried to recruit China to push uh, Iran to push the hoodings. Uh, to withdraw from their idea to block Babel Mounda, the gate to uh, uh, the Red Sea. So I, I believe that the, the global interest is to keep this path uh, open. And because of that, it's not going to take long for the Iranian and for others to ask the Houdin to reduce their friction along this uh, part of the world. Uh, I truly believe that there is no other option. But uh, I mean, from a short-term perspective, they'll do whatever they can to echo their support to the to the Hamas, uh, and that's the only tool they have to to deliver this those ideas. So, from the, from short-term perspective, I think that the friction will continue. Uh, from a middle and long-range perspective, I'm, I'm definitely sure that this path will open uh, as soon as possible. Ceasefire in, in Gaza Strip will, will be enough for them to, to stop the friction there. Uh, when it comes to Gaza Strip, uh, I would say that the IDF more or less withdrawal from, from the north part of Gaza and the launching uh, strike towards center of gravity every second day or so. Um, at the center of, of uh, Gaza Strip, the, the operation against this, the refugee camp at the center of Gaza continue. And the main effort of uh, a, the IDF right now is in Khan Yunus. The IDF start maneuvering to the west side of uh, Khan Yunus, to the refugee camp of Khan Yunus, which is a very crowded area with a lot of uh, terrorists over the last uh, 40 hour, 48 hours. There is a lot of terrorists that have been killed there and, and there is success for, of uh, this maneuver. They get to a center that produce uh, rockets and, and they found uh, storages of ammunition. So the maneuver uh, at the west side of Khanios uh, uh, is definitely a success. And there is an, a continuous effort to create kind of a buffer zone along the border between uh, Gaza Strip and Israel to create kind of a gray zone, a buffer zone of, of around 1K along the border. Uh, this operation include uh, creating kind of open space for, for our uh, uh, observation uh, uh, centers and destroy buildings that aim the border and from, uh, from them at the last uh, few years. There were a sniper uh, shooting and, and rocket launching and, and others. Uh, this operation run by uh, the division of, of Gaza Strip that's responsible for the security routine of the uh, area. Unfortunately, uh, two days ago, during the uh, operation of, of reservists that uh, tried to destroy a building along the, this uh, buffer zone, the destruction done by explosion of, of uh, mines inside those uh, buildings, they, they prefer 10 buildings 
uh, train of, of 10 building to be uh, exploited and, and uh, destroyed. And during the, the time that the soldiers are, are preparing those buildings, there were group uh, of terrorists that launched rocket, RPG rocket, toward the, one of the tanks that uh, secured the, this operation, and another rocket toward the building that unfortunately initiated uh, the explosive device. And two of those 10 buildings collapsed with the soldiers uh, inside them and the soldiers that surrounding them got injured. Unfortunately, in this event, we lost 21 reservists, which is the biggest, uh, the, the darkest day since the beginning of, of uh, this operation. It's actually uh, equivalent to 10% of all the fallen soldiers from the beginning of the maneuver. It's it's terrible day. Uh, and add to those 21, we lost another three paratroopers during the maneuver in Hanunas. So we lost in the, at the same day, 24 soldiers, three paratroopers, three officers from the paratrooper brigade and those 21 reservists. Terrible day. Now you mention all the people that uh, the soldier that got injured. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible uh, day. The, the, the battalion, just 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 a second. The battalion actually, the same battalion returned to those buildings and destroyed them uh, 24 hours later, and the mission completed. But that was a terrible day. Sorry, what did you want to ask? There's a question that a number of the participants uh, asked that we could ask you, and that is the following. Since in this area of Kanyunis, it's already been weeks that everyone has been told to evacuate. You know, there should be no one in that area. People have been told to evacuate. The question that is asked is the following. Why wouldn't we eliminate those buildings from the air as opposed to putting our soldiers at risk, having them do the work being on the ground? And again, we don't know the facts, but that's the question that's coming. If you could try to address that. Uh First of all, there is many reasons. Uh, we are there. The whole area is surrounding with soldiers. So if you want to attack it from the air, you have to actually evacuate the place. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is that there is a, a, a kind of effort to save the ammunition of the Air Force for the a, next month, the next day of, of the maneuver in Gaza Strip or if we'll need them at the north. Third, and most importantly, you achieve better result when you actually uh, destroy the building from the ground. You can make sure that the, all the infrastructure, all the, the tunnels, all the uh, shuffles are, are, are destroyed as you want it to be destroyed. And uh, there is another option, by the way, to destroy those buildings with uh, buggers and 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 uh, uh, this the what are they? The, the equation uh, uh, in most cases said that if the building is is three stairs or more, you cannot destroy it with denies. Or the result uh, are not going to be as as you want it to be. So the best way is to, to use 
ammunition. The only thing is that, and, and we destroy hundreds of buildings like that in this buffer zone. The only issue is that you have, you have to make sure that you uh, uh, plans box of security, what we call kind of a 500 meters surrounding the, uh, the operation area that will be secure from terrorists to get close to this uh, place. That's the only thing. And unfortunately, this uh, group of three terrorists been uh, able to sneak through those uh, forces that create this box and and uh, launch two rockets toward uh, our soldiers. That's that's mistake that we have to the IDF have to check. But definitely, there is better result when you destroy the, the building from the ground and uh, denies. After the explosion of, of this uh, building, are cleaning them and make sure that the site of those uh, uh, posts along the uh, border will see the whole area. I mean, you see they ha they'll have like site of, of at least one k at the center of uh, Gaza Strip and all over all along the border. Um, the the um, um, Second question about the evacuation of uh, uh, citizens or civilian that got the wrong name uninvolved, that a lot of them are involved from, from uh, Khan Yunus. The problem is that we're fighting against Hamas that using those people as, as human shield and they are blocking them from, from leaving uh, Khan Yunus to the south. Over the, the last few days, Thank God Hamas are, are hiding and are not being able to block all the effort of the, of the citizen to go to the south and, and thousands of them are moving to the south and evacuate the, the west side of, of uh, Khan Yunus and, and uh, the refugee camp of Khan Yunus. And that will provide the IDF ability to maneuver easily in those uh, uh, areas. The only thing that block limited our ability to operate to use our forces our power is the the existence of, of civilian and uh, the effort of uh, the idf to avoid as much as can from uh, uh, collateral damages um i'm not so sure uh, who is still in 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 Hanunes and who ran to the south the only place right now in gaza strip that's safe for terrorists if you will is is the area of uh, Rafiah, and the IDF started think, uh, leaders in Rafiah from um, uh, from the air and and by uh, using uh, special forces. Uh, I don't know if it's been published yet or not, but there was three attack over the last uh, 24 hours of special forces uh, in strike against uh, leader of Hamas in, in, in Rafiah. So if you will, if, I taking, if I'm taking one step backward and look uh, from birds a few of what's happened in Gaza Strip, we withdraw from the north part and we're striking uh, uh, the center of gravity is inside the north. We're launching maneuver at the center and, and the north-south in Hanunes, and we're launching special operation at the south part of Rafiah right now, that's that's the way the IDF maneuver inside uh, Gaza. We start uh, releasing reserves and moving soldier and forces to the north 
getting ready to welcome uh change the situation at the north part of the uh, border so uh, not waiting for uh, uh, finish all our goals and achieving all our goals and all our missions in Gaza in Gaza to before uh, getting ready to um, uh, move forward at the north and when we take risk of our strike at the north you always have to keep in mind that those uh, strike could lead us to a uh, to extend the operation and even get to a full-scale war in, in at the north. So that's definitely will need more forces at, at the Northern Command. And that's what the IDF is doing parallel to what you see in here at the at the south in Gaza Strip. That's more or less conclude the wrap up the situation right now uh, in the war. And if there is any questions, Steve. Yeah, one question I wanted to ask you, and this goes back to a question that we, we ran out of time last time. You took a number of American and British generals uh, when the war was going on in the northern Gaza and Gaza City. Could you share with us, you know, whatever you're allowed to share with us, the, the experience and, and their opinions, observations, uh, seeing the Israeli troops working in probably the most densely populated situation in, in the history of, of warfare? So the old group that I been with three times are part of uh, of uh were part or their nation were part of the coalition that fought in in iraq and some of them in afghanistan they have experiences in fighting terror and guerrilla they have experience in, in fighting inside urban area and they all were shocked from the a kind of facility subterrain system amount of ammunition, amounts of rocket, and so far and so on, that were facing in Gaza Strip. So if they compare it to what the coalition faced in Iraq and Afghanistan, they definitely could say from professional perspective that this area is a lot more complicated, a lot more crowded when it comes to uh, terror and terror facilities, and a lot more, I would say, developed or sophisticated than than the enemies and the challenges that the coalition faced in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, they were shocked from another thing. They met commanders and had brief from, from uh, brigade commanders. So they were in shock from the, the way the IDF treat the people of Gaza and the way that the idea for the, the method the IDF used to avoid collateral damages. They, they not all of them, but some of them told us that we are insane. That the risk that we are taking uh, is is not professional. And, and if it was the US or Great Britain, they will bomb the whole area without the, uh, any doubt. Um, Israel working under another level of inspection, I would say. And we have to be uh, more centered than the Pop himself. Um, and thank God, the professionality and the skills that we developed over the years allowed us to achieve our mission without being judged for being uh, for losing our value. And I must tell you another thing. It's not only because we have the uh, international inspection. We have our own inspection. 
we're fighting to to make sure and and defend our citizen to defend the borders of israel but also to defend our values uh, and you have to remember when it comes to israel it's not war over the ocean that nobody listened to it and nobody cared it's the whole community of israel that involved deeply in every decision in every event inside gaza strip and to deliver uh the way that we are uh, judging ourselves and the value that we are using during the maneuvering gas trips to attain the the people of israel and give us the inside israel the ability to fight and feel that we are doing the right thing from every perspective you can look at it so it's not for for the international community to judge us it's for us to be able to look at ourselves bravely truly and and understand 100 that we are doing every effort on earth to keep our values ladies and gentlemen that says it all this is the, this is the army these are the, the men and women that we are supporting that we're doing everything we can to provide for them in terms of their most critical urgent needs it's the most moral and ethical army on earth. And it's one thing to say those words, but you just heard from Major General Padan, you know, in the eyes and in the mouths of the leadership of two of the most ethical moral armies that have ever existed in history, the Army of the United States of America and the Army of, the, of Britain of the United Kingdom. That is what they shared with Major General Padan when he took them through the battles in Gaza City, in Northern Gaza, and in other parts. Uh, Major General Padan, thank you very much, and want to wish the soldiers of Israel, the people of Israel, we want to wish them security, safety, and God should look after them, and to each and every one of you who are supporting them, we're incredibly grateful. Thank you.